From deep inside the vaults of the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, here is Tom Holmes, your curator and guide to vintage electronic music and audio experimentation. This episode, the sonic origins of electronic dance music. Trying to understand the evolution and history of electronic dance music is a daunting task. For example, how did we get from this music to this and this and this? present-day electronic dance music, like this work by Amelie Lenz. Or this one by Armin van Buren. One begins by tracing various dance music precursors from funk to disco, hip-hop, and even dub, all contained elements that were borrowed and reassembled to form what is, at the center, EDM, a beat-driven music powered by electronics and often focused on creating a trance-like musical state. House music, trance, electro-funk, acid house, and rave are all styles of modern EDM. Live performances of EDM are done primarily by solo DJs. These DJs have become experts in remixing, using electronics, and bringing an audience along in a performance that is live and highly automated. So I've always been fascinated by how we got to this fully electronic DJ-based music. What were the musicians and recordings that led to the emergence of EDM. In this episode, I have tried to find examples from the archives of precursors of EDM, similar although often disconnected sonic threads in electronic music from the 1970s and 1980s. 
So my goal here is to focus on the elements of the music that distinguish it from other electronic music. What are the sonic elements of EDM and where do they originate? Let's begin by listening to what is considered an early example of EDM. On and On, produced in 1984 by Chicago DJs Jesse Saunders and Vince Lawrence. It is sometimes called the first house record. It embraced the technology and automation by using the Roland TB303 bass synthesizer, a Roland TR808 drum machine, a Korg Poly 61 synthesizer, and minimal vocals. This was reportedly the first record made by a house DJ that was produced for the public. Here's On and On by Jesse Saunders, written by Vince Lawrence.
That was On and On by Jesse Saunders from 1984. So there you have the DJ Roots and a song that also has both electronic elements in the form of a drum machine and synthesizers. I will also add that On and On clocked in at about eight minutes, which seems to be the sweet spot in length for many EDM tracks, even now. By reverse engineering a track like this, we can begin to hear characteristics that are common to most electronic dance music. The electronic sound sources are evident, especially types that are easily programmed and operated in a live situation. Music that is beat-driven and generally sparse on lyrics, repetition in patterns, and the artist reserves a spot for solo musicianship. The soloing may in fact come from manipulating various controls and buttons, or it may come from a more overtly inserted musical passage played on a keyboard, all to inject a touch of personal expression to the automation. There is an important cultural perspective around EDM that needs to be acknowledged. It was really made possible by gatherings of people at clubs where DJs were becoming stars in their own right. By the late 1980s, much of the talk around EDM was about the club scene in Europe where DJs performed their sets and styles like acid house and trance evolved as the music of the house. Several years before they made it as recording artists, many of these performers honed their skills as club DJs. These artists were no longer sampling the records of others but creating their own discs from which they could sample their own sounds. With the emergence of the DJ, as a musician, you essentially had one person situated on stage creating an enormous amount of automated but live electronic music from their latest array of gadgets. This is house or trance or dance music. Before we look at some of the recorded roots of EDM, let's listen to a couple of contemporary practitioners as a, a, a means for comparison to the past. We will hear Armin van Buren's Sale from 2006, followed by Amelie Lentz and Linger On from 2016. You'll notice all the elements we talked about, automated electronics, repetition, music that is beat-driven, a scarcity of lyrics, and some room for solo musicianship.
was Amelie Lentz, and an example of modern trance or EDM music called Linger On from 2016. This Belgian artist has produced a whole catalog's worth of mesmerizing trance music, much of which is styled around minimal vocal loops and repetition, as you heard in Linger On. Of course, all of this is pre-recorded for live performance, even the vocal loops. Before that, we heard Armin Van Buren with Sail from 2006. In this work, I noticed traces of Samuel Barber's Adagio for Strings, a work for which William Orbit did an arrangement in 2000. Not exactly the same tune, but very similar and with a definitely trance EDM vibe. Note Van Buren's piano playing, adding a bit of solo artistry to humanize the automation. So finding roots of some of this music is quite interesting because it literally comes from many nations and many styles of music that were beginning to touch on the themes of automation, electronics, repetition, beat-driven music, and solo musicianship. Many of these examples have vocals because that was part of the style of the time, an offshoot of disco, actually. But each of these works stands apart from their contemporaries in that they had a particular focus on the elements we're looking for as forming the roots of EDM. Dipping back into the 1970s and continuing through the 1980s, we will dip into the archive to sample some EDM-related tracks, noting which aspect of EDM each seems to have influenced. Apologies ahead of time for any omissions, and there are many, because of the wide influence of EDM in techno, pop, and other stylings, it makes it rather impossible to be comprehensive. Rather, by focusing on persistent beats, electronics, automation, and solo parts, you can see the evolution of this music from the realm of musical groups to solo DJs. So, from Timmy Thomas, we will hear Why Can't We Live Together in 1972, his use of the drum machine, and strangely robotic drum fills foretold the influence of drum machines and beats in EDM. Next, we will hear tracks from 1975 and 1977 from Kraftwerk. Uranium isn't such a danceable tune, but the choir sample was later repurposed by New Order in Blue Monday, which we'll hear later. The tune Transistor is much more beat-driven and automated, but still includes a substantial vocal. Europe Endless from 1977 has few vocals and began to embrace the translite state of their music. Then the Bidu Orchestra Bionic Boogie from 1976 was a 45 single from the disco era featuring some electronics in the form of synthesizers. This was a departure for the Bidu Orchestra which was normally engaged in full disco orchestrations not the sonic textures of synthesizers, which are heard here, if somewhat overlaid by the other instruments. Then we will hear Donna Summer, I Feel Love, from 1977, written and sung by Donna Summer and produced by Giorgio Moroder, who produced the automated sound of the Moog synthesizer as well. The blend of Summer's voice with the persistently percolating electronics created a mesmerizing, trance-like dance music. Then we will hear two tracks from a group called Space, Save Your Love For Me and Final Signal from Just Blue, an album released in 1978. 
Space was a French group acclaimed for their 1977 UK disco hit, Magic Fly. The first track is in the vein of Donna Summer and has a vocal. The vocals in the second track are more electronic and looped. Both feature synthesizer arrangements, front and center, and some solo work that sound like a processed bass guitar and keyboard. So electronics, minimal vocals, automation, and solos, all the basic elements that EDM would embrace. Then we will hear a track from Yellow Magic Orchestra's first album in 1978, Computer Game, theme from The Invader. Here we have real and electronic drums, synthesized vocals, and a straightforward set of electronic solos throughout. From Motown, we'll hear Andre Lewis of Mandre in a piece called M3000. Produced and arranged by Andre Lewis, Lewis went on to collaborate with many artists, not the least of which was uh, Frank Zappa, for whom he played keyboards for the Mothers of Invention after the departure of George Duke. This track came out of Motown and has a pulsating Marauder-like sequenced synthesizer accompanying the group of musicians led by Lewis. Then we hear New Order Blue Monday from Blue Monday in 1983. New Order was firmly entrenched in the synth-pop genre at that time, and this song, with its funky samples, mechanical progression, and even references to craftwork in the form of that vocal choir loop, places this tune somewhat at the breakout point for EDM going forward. This was the era in which DJs were working clubs. It was just a year before Jesse Saunders released On and On. Miguel Huygen, Take Now Music. This is an extended instrumental version of that song from Capturing Holograms in 1984. Composed, performed, and produced and programmed by Belgian-born synthesist Miguel Huygen, a member of the Spanish group Neuronium. The song is characteristically electronic, and has a stepped-up beat over the more melancholy Blue Monday. The absence of vocals also places this a step closer to modern EDM. Then in 1987, Kraftwerk released The Telephone Call. Listen to this track and you will hear similarities in later work by New Order, particularly the comping synth chords and pattern, and of course less vocals at this point and more electronics. Finally, for comparison, we will hear New Order and World, The Price of Love, which is a radio edit from 1993. This was the trademark New Order sound, but was in a way the end of an era for synth pop as techno music, trance, house, and EDM were becoming big. Let's listen now to selections from the archives for this episode called The Sonic Origins of Electronic Dance Music. This is Tom Holmes on the Archive of Electronic Music.
Oh. Uh-huh. 
Thank you.
You've been listening to The Sonic Origins of Electronic Dance Music on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes. Details about these works can be found on the podcast website. Notes from the program are found on my blog, Noise and Notations, located at tomholmes.com. If you would like to learn more about the history of electronic music, please read my book, Electronic and Experimental Music, published by Routledge in print or as an ebook. You may also want to read my book about sound art, available from Routledge now. If you liked this podcast, I invite you to explore our library of past episodes. They span many genres, technologies, and artists associated with electronic music. So long from the Archive of Electronic Music. All of the music heard in this podcast, unless otherwise indicated, is brought to you from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, a curated collection of vintage recordings. For a complete playlist, go to theholmesarchive.podbean.com. All crackles, surface noise, and other imperfections heard in this podcast are purely intentional. All intro, outro, and other incidental music is by Tom Holmes, unless otherwise noted in the playlist. For notes about this episode, please see the blog Noise and Notations at tomholmes.com. So long from deep inside the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music. <laughs>